Latrice, your host of Insights with Latrice. Latrice, the host that is living her best life, okay? And it is Sunday, and I have not taken my nap, so <laughs> I, I'm working that out. Because you know after you eat, that Sunday nap is everything. It blesses the soul. I, I, it ministers to my soul. And so I have not been ministered to quite yet. Um <laughs> Hey, before we get started, I want you guys to follow me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Follow me on Snapchat. I don't know how to use it, but I'm on there at <laughs> Trees Kabuya. So make sure or go to my website. I have Motivational Mondays. That I send out emails to encourage you because Mondays can be tough, especially if you're not operating in purpose and you're going to a job and not to purpose. So definitely you want to check that out. You can hear me on 1590 at about 7.10 in the morning central time. And so I'm just glad you're here. I'm glad you're listening or watching. Um, we're going to have a lot of fun because you know that your girl loves to have fun. Just a little bit about me. If this is your first time hearing my podcast or watching my podcast, I'm a mother of five beautiful girls. Yes, ages 24 18, 14, 13, and nine. What? Yes. And I have an amazing, wonderful boyfriend that I am legally tied to for the rest of my life, my husband, Olivier Kabuya. And so he's amazing. I'm amazing. We're all amazing. And we're living our best life because I am an empowerment speaker. I'm an author. I'm a TV, TV and radio personality. And I'm here to help you to get to your best life. And if you're already there, there's always another level to go. So that's why my um, um, guests are always amazing, awesome, living their best life. And here's the thing about living your best life. It's not that you live a perfect life, but you have decided I'm going to get all that God has for me. I'm going to operate at my highest potential. Now, do you always operate every day at your highest? No, but your goal and purpose is to, your focus to stay on that high, right? But life happens, things happen, but we get back there, right? So with that said, you know, my guest today is amazing because, you know, again, you got to be real. Oh, I got a couple of guests going on here. <laughs> you got to be real. You see that, see? We don't have no cuts. We're not doing no edits. So is what it is. And so that's what we do. We don't get that bow. Stone, he's getting oh. big. Oh, hey, baby. Hey, he's like, okay. Oh, yes, you're part of this podcast. I, I knew as I knew as soon as as soon as we started that that would happen. Oh. Okay, go on out. Go you know what? That's real people. Real yes. Life. Oh, yes, we do. And that's all good. And so the other person you're hearing right now is Danny Boatwright Wigman. And she is such an amazing woman. First of all, thank you so much, because I know how busy you are. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so for you to take the time, I appreciate you more than you even know. Oh, thank you. But you are the busiest person I know. Come on. I have two. That's it. <laughs> And they're boys. <laughs> These girls, they keep me going, but it's all good. It's all good. Yeah. But I, I like being busy. Say that again. I like being busy. You know busy. what? It's good. Yes. Busy, 
busy with purpose. Is yes. Right. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Which which is my challenge. Yes. Sometimes I do busy things that I don't need to be busy, and that's the thing you got to work on. It's got to be something yes. that is fulfilling. Absolutely. Absolutely. But I think as you see, we already in the podcast without. See, we just have no rules. <laughs> it, on insights with Latrice, we're just going to get it in. We're going to get yes, it. Yes, right. Yeah. Right. But that's know, true. I think you have to, as you get older, you. You don't want just you just don't have the um, patience for just busy, right? Right. Yes. That it and because I used to be busy for nobody's reason. Like, yeah. like Trace, why are you busy? Well, yeah. right. But then Trace exactly. got tired, right? And oh was, yes. Hmm. No, I don't need to do this. But yeah. Yeah. Here. Right. Absolutely. We're so busy. We're so busy. Absolutely. But I want to tell everyone about Miss Danny um, because you have such an amazing. Let me get back. I'm, I'm going to my my trusted um, phone, iPhone, and um, I'm just going. First of all, I didn't know our, your birthday was in July. My birthday. Yeah. So you know, right here. Oh well, right. there you go. That's just another connection what? we have. <laughs> what? Well, when, are, when are when are you? When's your third? Oh, that's a fun one. Yes. yes. Oh, that makes so much sense. Of yes. course, you are the third. You should be the fourth, really. Well, see, I mean, here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I don't like to really share my birthday, and I didn't want to be the fourth. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Good. Early uh, on, when I was in my mother's womb, that she's yeah. not going to do the fourth because yeah. she doesn't want to do that. Yeah, third or fifth. <laughs> and then the preparation starts on the third. You got yeah, to yeah. for me. You yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's true. Okay. Oh, boy. Right. That's the you truth. prepare for this <laughs> gift. <laughs> you know, I was on Friday the 13th, so that explains a lot. Yeah. No. <laughs> Watch out for me! Right. <laughs> so funny. I did not. I, I all these years I've known you. I I did. That's so, yeah, funny. We've known each other forever too. Forever, and that's yeah. the thing. Danny is from Tonganoxie, Kansas, and let me just tell you a little bit about her. And the reason why I have to emphasize this because today's podcast is um, the title is. Um, why do I have to read it? Because I got so much going on. How about that? Amen. Again, this is real. Um, uh-huh. You're more than just a pretty face. Oh. That is um, because you're pretty, you're beautiful, you. but it's so much beyond that, you know? Yeah. And yes. now with social media and of course, TV has always been an enemy to some degree to the beauty industry and to us, to our young girls growing up, especially. And mm-hmm. so I wanted them to see who has operated in beauty, but mm-hmm. it's so you're a businesswoman, you're a mother, you're a wife. I mean, you are a savvy businesswoman. You're a mm-hmm. Christian, you're a woman of God. There's so mm-hmm. many facets other than just being a pretty face. Right. Oh, and, and, you know, I know so many girls that are beautiful, but boy, once you get to know them, it's not so pretty. And that's the difference. And my, my boys and I were just talking about that in the car the other day about there's a lot of pretty girls, but boy, they're just not <laughs> pretty when you get to know them. And then somebody who might not be as aesthetically pretty, yeah. you get to know their soul. And it's just, 
such a difference. And girls need to know that. They need to know that where beauty radiates from. Absolutely. And I think that's part of knowing it's further than just the out, you know, the exterior. You have to understand purpose. You have to understand, you know, your destiny, your value. All of that comes to play. So we're going to talk about it because I have four sections of my podcast. The first section is on the couch. The second section is hot seat. Then there's the third, which is beauty. And then the last one, of course, is the insight when we wrap it up. So like I said, you're from Tonganoxie and you were Miss Kansas Teen in 1992, Miss Teen USA second runner up, Miss Kansas USA um, winner, Miss USA 1996 first runner up. And I just want to talk about that for a minute because my 18-year-old just did her first pageant ever. And I was a little reluctant because, again, you know, I'm always teaching confidence, self-esteem. But what she got out of it was more than just the pretty, you know, Uh um, just the beauty. She was first runner-up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. But when she came to me and said she wanted to do this pageant, I said, okay, why? We always have to have a reason, right? Yeah, yes. She said, because it will help me in my growth as a person. So Mm -hmm. I said, okay, what do you mean? What do you mean by that? And she said, I'm an introvert. I want to do something outside the box. Oh, wow. Yeah, absolutely. That's getting outside too. (laughs) Completely. Yeah. I want to do something that I normally wouldn't do that scares me, but that I will do. I love that. That was her reason. And what can you say as a mother? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. Go for anything, you know, for growth. That story is very similar to mine because my mother... When Mrs. Cackler, when I when uh, when I wanted to do the pageant for the first time, she was like, "Where did this come from?" You know, I was a tomboy with all those brothers. I was gawky. I mean, it just wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't good. And um, I had so much fun because that's the thing. I thought well, it just looked like fun to me, and I thought, "Oh, this is something different than what I normally do because I'm normally running and playing sports." And when and I had the best time. I met great girls. Yeah. And the interview portion of it, I had no idea set up skills and ability for what was coming forward in the future. It was incredible. It's great. And I think that's the thing. Pageants sometimes get a bad rep because she talked about the interview process, that you had to be poised, that you had to think, you had to have critical thinking. You had to think on your feet. You know, Mm -hmm. you had to have a cause. Why do you want to represent this pageant? You know, right passionate so it had you thinking about who you were were as a person as a whole you know and I thought wow because I've never looked at pageants like that Uh Uh you look at swimsuit and you look at the gowns the hair how they look hungry and so you're just like okay you know (laughs) but there was she said there was so much the sisterhood behind it yeah. You know, yeah. Just just so many different skills. She said interview skills, just all those things. And so I want you to speak to that because do you feel that that definitely got you on your path to where oh, you are now? A hundred percent. I was actually kind of shy. Okay. Uh, now I was, I was feisty. I was feisty. Yes. But because that all those brothers, but quit you tell me now go outside. We'll go fishing sooner they get done. Okay. 
<laughs> um, I had all those brothers and I was feisty, but I was kind of shy when it just came to just, just myself and my confidence and just who I was as a person. And it really gave me that opportunity to step outside. Yeah. And like I said before, the interview portion of it was just huge. I mean, that just changed me as a person. Okay. Now, the, what, the first pageant I was in was Miss American Co-Ed. So it's strongly based on interview. Okay. And evening gown, there's no swimsuit. And then talent's optional. Okay. Uh, which is great because people like me, I can't sing. I can't dance. I don't have any of that kind of talent. You know, I, I'm an athlete. So uh, thank goodness that I did, it, was, it was optional. Or it would have been a disaster. But um, I really like now that they're getting away from swimsuit because that is one thing where I want to see the pageants evolve to. I think you can tell if somebody is physically fit, taking care of themselves, and not everybody's built the same. You know, I'm almost six feet tall, broad-shouldered, and built like a string bean, and that's just how I'm built. But somebody else is just as beautiful in their build, and as long as they're taking care of as much as they can with what they have, that's what's important. So... I don't want to feel like everybody has to be tall and skinny on stage in yeah. order to do well a pageant. So I feel like pageants are getting away from that. I know Teen USA, they're just doing a fitness portion. Yeah. And I think that's nice and that they're wearing like uh, workout pants and stuff. And I think that's great. And I'd like to see them get away from the bikinis and stuff. I'd like to miss you at Paytonship. And I thought that was appropriate, active wear, you know. And, Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was great because you're right, because I'm never going to be that string bean, right? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. I, I've mm-hmm. always been curvy, even in my smallest, um, you know, but the key is just being healthy and being the best version of you. Bridget, you absolutely. And girls have got to understand that because all different shapes and sizes are beautiful. And I hate that everybody tries to make the six foot tall supermodel straight. Like that's the only thing that's beautiful. It's not. Yes. And the funny thing is I'd rather be curvy. I don't have any curves. My best friend is looks like Kay West. And I'm like, I want to look like you. <laughs> She's stunning. But um, yeah, but everybody needs to understand that, you know, yeah. embrace what you have. I love what you're all about when you're just like, you know, you, everybody's beautiful and you have to realize that and make the most of you. Yes. That best version of you. And the thing I love, um, because I know your family, um, in fact, Danny's, um, parents were my teachers. And so, um, I mean, we've known each other. Gosh. I mean, I think you were what? Nine. Oh gosh. If nine, yeah, okay. maybe if nine, if nine, no, probably, yeah, about eight or nine, yeah, yeah, yeah. probably about that, yeah, yeah. And so, I'm 43 now, holy smokes, <laughs> got some gray hair, all right. <laughs> I know, I was before you got out, I was like, oh, wait a minute, no, no, <laughs> you don't do gray now, <laughs> we don't no. do gray. yeah. I'm not ready for that yet. No. Well, <laughs> my girls did ask me, they said, um, would you embrace gray? And I said, you don't have to embrace anything. And gray would not be one I would embrace. I yeah. embrace a lot of things, but I, I, I'm going to be 97 with black hair. Prom. Yep. There you go. Prom. Yeah. Me and too. I, and I'm okay with it. I'll be wearing a wig full on then though. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> My grandmother did. She's beautiful. (laughs) Your grandmother was everything. She was. She was. So let's talk about the next phase of your life because you did all these pageants. You were very successful and you moved forward and you did um, a show, you know, that we all know, Survivor. Survivor, And I think (laughs) it's the 11th season. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, 2005. 
what made you to decide to do something of all the real? I guess it's considered a reality show. I yes, mean, we could have done anything else. Why? Why Survivor? You know, it was the very first one, so it was the pioneer of it. Now, I think maybe by the season I was on, uh, there might have been might have been some others starting. I don't remember, but I'm not a fan of reality TV. Okay. I, don't I don't like reality TV yeah Yeah. Uh, I love Hallmark I'm all about Hallmark but that that that's a whole other story Um, easy it's just easy and it's wholesome yeah my kids can watch it um well Survivor I loved it because the athleticism of it and um just that competitive edge and I love like adventure and you know being thrown out in the middle of nowhere and trying to figure people out trying to figure your way out trying to survive on eating nothing And my mom was actually the one who said, you can win this. You need to do it. And so, you know, moms are always right. Um, I thought she was crazy. Especially Miss Catherine. She's always right. She is always right. And so I did it. I guess she was right. You know, Uh, as soon as I auditioned, I got a call out to LA. And obviously, I mean, there's so much that goes into it. There's so many interviews and tests and all the stuff you have to do to get on it. And so I just was enjoying the process and whatever the Lord's will was, was going to happen. Yeah. So I just embraced that. And the next thing you know, I was in the jungle of Guatemala, uh, thinking surrounded by howler monkeys, which sound like dinosaurs. And um, I was like, what have I got myself into? But I, I, I decided, obviously, mom said you should do it. I would have never done it if she hadn't said you need to audition for okay. it. But we were all big fans of the show. So when you're out there... And I'm sure the camera's on you. You're eating a bug. Did you ever just say, I got to go. I need to go shower. This this is too much. Done. Over it. Yeah. See, you can't wrap your head around that because you would be like, you know, I got, I got to be all, you know, fixed up. You love all your beautiful cosmetics, your nap. (laughs) Well, you know what? Actually, I'm a tomboy, Danny. You are. No, you are. But you're pretty. I mean, and you know your makeup, and you just you throw well, on the great. You could you would have had me leave at first bug. Oh, the bugs that would have gotten right? you. Because yeah, there was one one um, episode. I can't even tell you what you were eating, but yeah. it, it would not have happened with Latrice. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I was just because you know. Um, my fourth child, um, Naomi, just adores you. Like, she is so, it's so funny because it, I think it's a starstruck moment every time she sees you. And she's just Aww. so mesmerized. So she has watched your season, season over and over again. Wow. That's so, so- I was like, look at it. I was like, I know Danny did not eat that. Yeah. I she know. Did. So, right. So. <laughs> Was there ever a moment where you were like, yes. oh, I can't do this? You know, I knew, like I said, I loved the show. I'm not a fan of reality TV, but I loved Survivor. I mean, mm. I still love it um, because it's so real. I mean, it is so real. But um, the moment was probably not quite a week into it where it was so hot, which I'm fine with the heat. Yeah. There were so many mosquitoes on us. There was no food, and we all had diarrhea really bad. Everybody was just so sick. I remember laying in 
in the middle of the day because we tried to do all of our chores in the morning and at night when it was a little bit cooler. Okay. I remember laying, it was like 114 degrees. I'm laying under our little shelter we made and my stomach, it sounded like somebody was walking through a swamp. It was just slush, 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 slush. And I have to go to the bathroom and I'm telling you, there were not restrooms out there. So you're digging a hole, go in the bathroom and mosquitoes. Are, and I just thought at this point, I mean, I was so sick. I thought, I can handle anything, but just how sick I was right then. And everybody was, I'm like, I, there's, I, I can't, I can't do this. I mean, almost to the point where I thought I'm going to have to take me out of the game. And then wow. things and they started to turn around a little bit. Your body adjusts and I started doing a little bit better, but Oh, it was, it was, it was bad. So, so let, let's have an insight moment that, that, I mean, you easily, and it was, it would have been valid said, you know, let's call it quits. My stomach is not, you know, agreeing. I'm pooping. I'm doing all this stuff. I got mosquitoes in my booty, you know, stuff. What, what was that that made you stay? Is it something you were raised just, just to endure? My brothers, I was like, my brothers are going to be so disappointed if I don't come home and and come home as the winner. (laughs) It's no pressure. I uh, just remember going there, so I can't. I just, you know, I think being raised in a small town, um, you know, family of like uh, farmers, teachers, it just that work ethic, like instilling that work ethic in yeah. me, just you just don't quit. Quitting's not an option. Like I tell my kids with sports, if they do something and they don't like it, that's fine. We'll try something different, but you have to finish the season. You have to finish something. You just yeah. don't quit. So I was like, I have to finish this. Unless they medically evac, you know, evac me out of there, then okay. But otherwise, I'm. I'm, I, I just have to finish. Wow. So that last moment when they called you and you had oh. won, what was going through your mind? Was it, oh my gosh, I just won a million or, oh my gosh, I just accomplished my goal or, oh my gosh, I'm hungry and I probably should yes. have Teresa's house to cook. So I <laughs> I did not care about winning the million. Even my mom will tell you, we're walking down New York City with a million dollar check in her bag that had been given on the news that morning. I hadn't even looked at it yet or anything. Been walking all around. My mom's holding on to this purse all through New York City. (laughs) We get to the hotel room. I was like getting ready to go to bed that night. She's like, honey, do you want to even look at this thing? And I mean, of course I'm happy, but half of it goes back to the government, you know. Um, But I was like, yes, I was just so excited to win. That was so fun. And to share it with all my family and friends and hometown, like that just beats everything. And I was just never raised materialistic. Absolutely winning that. You're like, oh, this helps. This is great. But it's just, this winning was amazing. But I tell you, it was not when they announced it. It was when I won the final immunity because I... Uh, if you watch the final immunity, um, you, they just said your feet can't touch the ground and we're on this balancing thing, okay, apparatus. We all start losing our balance. We all figure out a way to keep our feet up. By then it becomes a endurance challenge and it's 114 out there again. You know, we're all malnourished and you're leaning against these poles. It becomes an endurance contest and everything started closing in on me. I thought I was going to pass out. I was getting nauseous and dizzy and I was like, oh, I'm, all, I'm praying. Oh God, this is just, I'm not going to be able to do this. And then I was like, of course I can. So I locked down and pray. And I said, Lord, if this is your will, have them have me the strength right now. I cannot physically, I can't make it right now. And so I just prayed and it was that lifted the feeling of not being able to do it. And then being nauseous, 
I was still uncomfortable. Yes. And it was difficult, yes. but I knew, okay, we got this. Yeah. And I remember looking across at the girl guy, he ended up, uh, uh, getting taken out of the game because he was using his hands to move around. That was, you can do that cheap. Um, (laughs) So he was out. So I remember looking straight across at the girl and I thought to myself, okay, she's hurting. I know I'm hurting, but let's just act like I'm not hurting and start yawning, twisting my hair, start playing a mid game with her. And, And that hurt. She knew I was okay, which I really wasn't, but I was just acting like it. And whenever Jeff Probes would ask me, how are you? You look like you're fine. I'm like, oh, well, it's, it stinks, but I, you know, I'm a marathon runner. I can handle this. I'm, I'll stay up here all day long. And it, and it got to her. And I knew I had no chance of being in the final two if I hadn't won that challenge. Wow. So when I won, she finally gave up and I won. I knew then I had won, but I was like, wow, that I, I hadn't experienced the Lord like that yet yeah. before. We're literally, I was locked in prayer and just said, okay, you have to give me what I need to get through this part because I, I can't do it. Wow. And I just was thinking Philippians 4.13, Philippians 4.13, yes. all things are possible. Yes. And, and it worked. And that was amazing. I'm like, well, thank you, Lord, because this is a silly game. It's yeah. not a big deal. You know? And you just totally, immediately, right then, gave me what I needed to have the strength. So it was cool. How, how important is faith? Well, hold on, Latrice. There, there's your boy right there. <laughs> My friend, here's the thing. If we're going to be friends, I'm going to need a call or a text every now and then. That's how (laughs) I'm going to give him your number. You know, I'm just saying there has to be some type of connection piece that I know you love me. (laughs) Okay. Once a week, Casey, give her a text. He said, okay. Okay. Uh, Hold on. Are you guys leaving? Okay. All right. He's taking him to basketball. So. Love it. See, this is real life. This is how people live, right? This is just what we do. And we continue on. And, and, you know, people who, you know, look you up and know you, you're, you're a wow factor, but I wanted them to see the authentic Danny, who is just a real country girl who has kids, who has a whole husband, who has a whole life, whole responsibilities, right? Yes. Oh yeah. And I'm tired. I'm tired. Like everybody else. I look in the mirror and go, Oh Lord, help me. (laughs) Back to the point when you were going through that, that tough, tough, um, point in, in the competition, faith definitely, um, took you to another level. How important is that in your daily life, in everyone's daily life, that faith, that, that, that faith that you have to have oh. to, to move forward, to, to endure. I don't know how people get through it without that. I honestly don't. I mean, every single day, even a day that I feel like everything's going along smooth. You know, when you have kids, it's always, there's challenges every day and boards, you know, it's great. Yes. Um, but so I literally, I'll just be walking down the hall and my oldest son, Bo, will be like, you okay? Cause he'll hear me say, Help me, Jesus. <laughs> help me, Jesus. I, mean, I say that throughout the day. Just help yeah. me, Lord. I mean, challenges throughout the day. Yes. That I don't know how people make it through that don't have faith because it takes that just to get through every single day. And then 
when challenges really come about. Yeah. I mean, there's days I think, wow, I'm, I'm stressing about this or that. This is not a big deal. Yeah. Because like when I got the call that my father had passed away, which was completely yeah. unexpected. Yes. Completely. I was a little angry. I was at first. Yeah. And I think it's okay for people to understand that yes. when, when, when something catastrophic happens. Yes. It's okay to question. It's okay it to do all that. And we're going to go fishing. Yes, we are. You just hold on. Miss Latrice. Okay. (laughs) Um, But I, um, that, when I got that call, that was like, okay, this is a real, this is a real challenge in my faith right now. Yeah. Yeah. Real, real challenge. And I just remember getting it and just, I mean, I scream it out. Yeah. Oh Lord God. Why? Why? Yes. I I just didn't understand, you know? I like the fact that you said um, you question God, because I think sometimes we don't think we can, but he allows that because he gave us these emotions, these feelings, right? And something like that, unexpected, because I know when I got the news about Mr. Cackler, because he was my favorite teacher, I just Mm -hmm. love his spirit. You know, it was like, God, and and at one point as a Christian in my Christian walk, I was very naive that if I'm a Christian and I give up all this worldly stuff, I'm just going to live a perfect, easy life. Yeah. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't work like that, you know, yeah. but, but I thought, I was like, but God, why, you know, why can't we be exempt? Because, yeah. we're, you know, we're not doing all this other stuff, you know, so at least can we not, you know, have it so hard, but. No, it, it's just part of life. It's just what it is. Yeah, but it, I couldn't it, imagine it without God because yeah, it's oh, no. with them. So could you imagine without? Well, and you know, I'm, I'm writing a children's series. I actually just finished it. We're working on the graphics. Yeah, okay. The first book is getting ready to come out. So soon, as soon as it's out, I'm going to yes. let you know. Yes. But it is kids facing adversity. So these are five different characters, different backgrounds, diversity that have faced major obstacles and they went on to make their dreams a reality because they didn't take no as an answer. They didn't let the setbacks keep them from their goal, from their, you know, God's will in their life and keep prevailing because that's when you come against, as you know, adversity, you have to embrace it because you grow, you grow. And there's, I couldn't have accomplished a lot of things I haven't, if I hadn't faced any adversity in my life, my life, it just, I just wouldn't have been tough enough. And you wouldn't be the person you are now. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. And, um, when my dad passed, you know, I, I know, okay, Lord, I know you'll work it all out. I know that, but right now I just hurt and I don't understand. And then it's just surrounded by so many friends and family that just, they, if they're the ones who help you through it, God gives you those people for that reason. It helped me through it. We keep his memory alive. And you know, you feel like you're never going to find joy again or peace. And you do. I remember my mom looking at me, April, my dad passed away in November. She yeah, looked at yeah. me because this is the first time well, on that day. I remember it was actually the selection show Sunday for the NCAA tournament, okay. which we thought was hard because that was a big fun day for us as a family. And she said to me, this is the first day. She goes, I've really found joy since Jim passed away. And so you can, it might be different for everyone of yeah. how long it takes, but you will find it. And, you know, we have adjusted and we move on and embrace this, this stage of our life, yeah. you know, yeah. and keep the memory alive. They live in, the, in you. There's things my kids will say or people do. I'm like, whoa, that was, that was, yeah. that was dad, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and I love that. And I know when your mom and I had lunch, um, she was going through that process and, and I understand why you're so strong because I was just looking at her just like, I, I'm, I, I'm speechless at her strength. 
right? Yeah. And her faith, yeah. her faith, yeah. and, and and just getting there um, to that place called peace again, and 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 strength, and and so it was just amazing just to watch her. You know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking that oh, you know, my little ministering talents, I'm going to be able to minister and love on her. I was like, by the time I was done, she had blessed my soul. You understand? Yeah. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 That's yeah. It's awesome. But let's go. Well, and, and you know, when you, so when you go through it, people who have been through that are there for you because they've experienced the same thing and that's just how it works. And then, you know, you have peace and knowing he's in heaven, you know, but I tell you, these are the days today that I question it where the little one, like I have to go take him fishing. I'm like, before I'd call up my dad, I'm like, hey, breaking stone out to fish, yes. you know? And I just look up, okay, I'm going to go take him fishing okay. and I'm I'll not nearly as good at it. Yeah. <laughs> but you so. know, I love you said the memories. You keep those memories alive, right? And that's the thing we do have is those memories to continue to bless us, right? Yes. Yes. So his life, because I, I mean, everyone knows when I say my favorite teeth, and he was, he was just one of my <laughs> He was amazing. He was a kind man. Yes. So now you are, let, let's talk about today because, okay, so you, you had the pageants and you did modeling and, you know, you did Survivor. And I know that you've been on um, TV, on sports channels, and you've done everything from A to Z that I believe that you wanted to, that the Lord had a path for you, but now you did something opposite. It it, it didn't have anything to do with TV nor radio, you know, not a new or a sportscaster, but you started your own business and now you're an author. Let's talk about that. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, with Sideline Chic, that was just kind of, we loved making shirts to wear to games and it just kind of, turned into whole, something bigger than we ever thought it that it would. And we, we joke around about, we worked, we work harder for less money than we ever have in our life, but, but we're, but we're having so much fun. Yeah. We're having, we have a great time and um, it's just been, it's been fun. It's a lot of work, but it's a, so much fun. That's um, Yep. Yeah, been very successful. Uh, the only problem is, you know, we have to kind of, we, we could probably even be bigger and more successful, but we won't, compromise the time with our family yeah. you know okay the kid wants me to have lunch with him at school today okay I'm gonna go have lunch with him at school you know yeah. Game. Yeah. so that always comes first yeah um then uh, the books though that is something I've always wanted to do okay. uh, I'm not some you know great author that I expect is going to be a New York Times bestseller you know you never know, you never know. But we just you know my, my girlfriend Jess and I wrote it and uh want the opportunity to get to come the schools maybe and um, read it to them and just, just get the opportunity to minister to kids Yeah, because everybody's going to face diversity and these books are about just don't let it, don't let it set you back. Wow. Don't let it set you back, you know, let, let it, let it give you ammunition to propel yourself forward. So. And tell me where can we find the book when it comes out? Um, So the first one's getting ready to come out and it'll be, we'll have a Facebook page um, Mm -hmm. and a website. You can order the book. Uh, We will have sure we'll have it in store at Sideline Chic and then all of our other stores that carry our line. We'll put it in there as well. The first one is called Lydia's Story. And it's about a girl who, uh, when you open up the book, you see a little player's card in the book that shows you who she is. It's like a baseball card. 
Um, and, and her future occupation, know what she becomes. Now we're going to take you on, on the path of how she got there. She becomes a prima ballerina, but she lives with her grandparents. So, and she, and you know, she lives with her grandparents and she has a scar on her arm. And you didn't know why until later on in the book, what all had happened to her. Um, But this first one just talks about her wanting to get to her first ballet class and um, some of the insecurity she feels about having the scar. And, um, but it's, it's, it's fun. And these kids, I'm telling you about all five of them have had major obstacles that they've had to overcome. So in different backgrounds, different diversity, because we really wanted to reach out to everyone. Wow. So. So how important was this for you to do this project? Oh, this is something I've always wanted to do and never had the time to really just um, sit down and and do it. And so it took my great girlfriend from Colorado to come out and be like, okay, we're booking out a week. We're not leaving the house. We're just going to, we're going to do this. And it's so much fun writing them. Uh, But, you know, as a kid, I overcame a lot of obstacles. And like I said, I embraced him because it made me strong. Yeah. It made me a fighter. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to accomplish these things if I hadn't faced that. You know, my parents divorced when I was really young. Yeah. And my stepdad, who's the one who passed away, passed uh, yeah. Mr. Kackler, I call my dad as well. My biological father has always been been in the picture, and he and I love him dearly. Yeah. And we have a good relationship. But um, he was a terrible alcoholic, yeah. horrible, violent temper. Yeah. And some things I just saw as a kid were we're not normal. Yeah. Okay. But I was like, what? I know he loves me. This is something else. This is something he's, I didn't, I didn't take that as anything I did wrong, but he, um, you know, I just said, I'm not going to be like that. Stay away from it. You said something very key. You said it wasn't anything I did wrong, but a lot of times kids feel that there's fault of divorce or when um, there's an alcoholic or abuse or something, what made you not feel that way? And how could you tell the kids, what would you tell the kids who are watching or parents who have children that may feel that way? I think one, it was my mom. Okay. And, and, and even though my dad made some terrible choices, she didn't speak bad about him. She would never speak bad about him. I figured everything out on my own as I got older, you know, of, okay, you know, he was not right with this. Stuff, but my mom, still, she just, because she knew she wanted us, that was our dad. Yeah. And we need to try to have a good relationship with him. So I, I really do praise my mom for that. Yeah. Um, oh, it, it had to be the Lord. I mean, it just had to be the, the Holy Spirit quickening me. Yeah. Like, you, know, you know, just because I don't ever remember one incident that happened that made me think that. I just kind of always knew my dad loves me. He's struggling with stuff. So my heart feels for him because yeah. he's going through stuff. And you know what? This shows me, and even though I had a great stepfather, and that's not always the case when yeah. people get remarried, they don't always have a great stepmom or stepdad. I did. Um, so I was very fortunate with that. But I, I still, I didn't want to come from, a, I didn't want to have a broken family. I didn't want to have, you know, and even my relationship with my husband, things get tough. Yeah. You know, I'm always like, it's just not an option. Yeah. Not an option unless, unless I feel like I'm not safe or my kids right. weren't safe. Then, you yeah. know, but then there's sometimes you have to. Yeah. But you've got to work through everything. You've got to work. You know, like I've shared with you before, personally, um, marriage is for no punks. You, you can't no. can be in a marriage. Uh, you just can't because yeah. you got two people two mindsets, two family history coming together to try and be one. Yeah. That's, yeah. It takes the Lord. 
Yeah. It's oh, the Lord Almighty. You understand? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, it's <laughs> myself. And you know, I got a wonderful husband, but it, yeah. it it takes work, but it's um, but it's good work. It's, it's yeah. good work, and it, there's so many um, benefits for working yes. out, you know, um, even when it doesn't feel like it sometimes, you know. Well, I didn't, I didn't know how flawed I was until I got married, and I was like, girl, oh, there's some things. <laughs> girl, can you preach that for me? Do you understand? <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. Let me, let me throw that <laughs> away. But, yeah. but it has, it's matured me. It's made me more self-aware of who I am as a person. Yeah. It's helped me understand still, as much as I teach on confidence and self-esteem, there are still insecurities that I have to deal oh, with yeah. and sure. I have to overcome because of life, because of, yeah. you know, past things. And so it definitely has that mirror right here saying, okay, mm-hmm. let's fix this. Because I'm always telling on Olivier to Jesus, like he did this, and, and he's like, "But this is what you did. So what are yeah. we doing?" Yeah, it's funny how the Lord will quicken you to those things. Oh too. my gosh, I just be like, "Jesus, you play too much. I don't even want to talk right now." Yeah, yeah. I'm, done. I'm, I'm done. I'm <laughs> done. Yes. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, you know, I can talk to you all day, but I'm not because you got to go fishing. So we got. Let's uh, move to hot seat. So this is where I'm going to ask you some questions. And I just, okay. need, um, I just need you to give your, just, just truth, just your authentic answers. Um, so I'll start with this. I get a lot of my best ideas on the toilet. Okay. <laughs> How about that? Where do As you get your power. best ideas? <laughs> what was that? Where do you get your best ideas? Oh. You know what? Usually in the shower. Okay. Okay. Because I, that's when I'm away from, because usually the kids are hanging on me or we're working on home or we're doing something. Right. Um, and that's my time when I am away from everybody. Nobody's going to come in there. Okay. And I will take like a 30 minute shower or so because it's just like, well, you know, and that's my time to really to pray. Um, yeah, I'm all during the day. I'll be like, okay, Lord, help me Lord. You know, but you just lock in there and lift up people in prayer. I tell you, it's the shower. Okay. Ideas come to me in the show, everything, because that's my peace and quiet, just like the bathroom is for you. And now I do think when I go on a run, when I'm not at the gym or something, and I get the opportunity to go on a run by myself, a lot happens then too, because it's just, it's just me and the Lord out there, you know. Well, I'm an occasional know, snake or, you know, some sort of animal that runs across the road, but. Right. Yeah. Well, that's yeah. interesting you say that, Danny, because you said when you're on your, on the run, when I'm on a run, I barely can breathe, let alone pray. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, a walk, go for a walk, then right. that'd be a good one to do nobody else. Walk and talk, but run and nothing. I, yeah. I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, so yeah. tell me this, um, Every woman has a little petty in them, you know, a little bit, a petty. What's your petty? Gosh. Uh, man. I, man, I don't know. Okay. Okay. That's cool. Wait, what's your, like, what's yours? My petty is my slick tongue. So say like I'm with my girlfriend's. 
and someone walks by and says something kind of off kilter. Oh. oh, and so I may not say it right then. But oh no, I will. Then yeah, I will say it. You will. Okay, the, so yeah, that's your inner petty. That's petty. Okay, okay. Why didn't I mean like because like with my girlfriends, like with things, I'm not petty about stuff. Like with right. kids or kids, I that that's gonna take that, and I'm just. Just not, I think just yeah. because I've been seeing too much of mine, really, is this a big deal? It's not, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. If somebody will say something that's rude uh, to my friends or to me or, so, I mean, I, I have no filter. I'll say something. Okay. Like so that. That's or driving the car. Okay. I am, I'm really bad. Like if so somebody. A little just, driving petty. Okay. Oh, bad. No, no, no. Yeah, you know, it's bad. They're my kids. I'm like, gosh, they're in the car watching. I can't do this. <laughs> in fact, I think that's the first time my son ever heard the word jackass. <laughs> my, my, he asked my husband, what does that mean? He was probably three. Yeah. And he goes, because mom calls people that a lot when she's driving. So. That is so fun. You know, they Great. pick up all that stuff. They don't pick up what we want them to pick up, but they pick up all that, right? Yeah. They yeah. pick up our inner patty. Okay. Last <laughs> question. If you could write to your younger self, what would you say? Oh man, gosh. Um, you know, it's interesting because I was, I was thinking about this the other day and I'm, I'm so proud of everything that I've accomplished. Like I've had a fun life. I feel like a Forrest Gump. There's all sorts of crazy. I could tell you stories. People just be like, that's not true. Yeah, it absolutely is true. Like doing a runway show for Lady Diana just a few months before she passed, like was really cool. Princess Diana, you know, walking down the end of the runway and seeing her. Um, wow. It's great. I, I think that I was so distracted in school because I was ready to get out. I mean, I, was re- I, re- I knew I wanted to go. I want to go conquer the world. I wanted to go see it. And I did fine in school. I just wish I maybe I know what I was capable of, and I didn't 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 do that. And and I wouldn't change anything. I mean, I traveled around the world. I've got to work at ESPN. I worked in Chicago at Celebrity News. But there's that part of me I wish I could maybe go back and just have that full college experience and be at school and do the whole you know. And maybe that would be the one thing. Like let's just go back and do this. But I wouldn't change anything. Right. You know. Right. And I. Really, I, I got it so young. Like I didn't sweat the small stuff when I was in a high school. Yeah. Some of the things kids would worry about or getting involved in, I didn't have any part of that. Yeah. Because I just didn't didn't want to. Maybe maybe I would want to stop and smell the roses a little bit more because I am so my motor's always going and I'm yeah. so driven that and sometimes I just didn't quite take it all in. Okay. Okay. You know. So do you do, so are you still that way? Cause you know, I can answer that for you, but are, yeah. you, still, are you smelling the, any type of rose flower? <laughs> insect? Fact, my mom says, I can't, I just like, I have never met anybody in my life. My mom says who can kill mint. I try to I try, plant some flowers out here. The mint died. Nobody can kill mint. Mint, usually you can't get it to stop growing. Like it's just everywhere. And I can kill that because I don't take time to stop and take care of the flowers, let alone smell them. You so me. I, I need to do that. That is probably something I just have always needed to work on. But, you know, there's nothing really of change back then. I did um, have a, um, a really nice, good, sweet boyfriend uh, when I was like 19 and 20. And 
I kind of just broke up with him. I think I broke his heart. Like, but, and you know, you think, oh, I'd like to go back and maybe be a little bit nicer about that. Right? And see ya, you know, good luck to ya. I think we're just broken But that's just who you are. You don't have time. You're like, time is money. Let's go. Let's go. We got to keep going. And I think that's also that, you know, being raised with a lot of boys, you know, and just, you know, just let's do it. You know, I don't have time for all this little extra stuff. And and you know what really irritates me? Can I just tell you this? Yeah. Are those moms that are crafty? You know, that can just make anything, do anything. I try to say, like, I'm getting carved pumpkins tonight. It's going to be no fun. It's going to be a disaster. They're not going to look right. My kids are going to be disappointed in them. And I get mad at those parents that know how to make the funky one. You know, everything's perfect. I'm like, I wish I knew how to do that stuff. I wish I could back and be better at shop in my class. You are so funny. That, see, that's that inner petty. That's that. That's yeah, that. I must have a lot of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, but just the fact that you're doing it is great, right? That's, that's amazing. That's amazing. Okay, so let's go to this. Let's go to beauty. So I'm going to ask you some questions on beauty. Yes. Because, um, you know, beauty is in the eye of the beholder, we talk. You know, we say that all the time. Are you afraid of getting old? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Not at all. I am going to be one good looking hot lady when I get older, man. I'm going to tell you what, I'm going to just take, I'm going to wear it, make have my nails done. I'm just going to always just may take a little more work. Yeah. Is what they say is little paint never hurt an old barn. <laughs> you know, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm just going to be one of those cute old ladies in the nursing home with my red lipstick on, you know, I will. I was my grandma joy. Uh, no, I don't. the only thing that I, it's just a hurting, like even today, I've got arthritis in my left hand okay. and it's hurting so bad today. So those things I don't look forward to, but I really, and truly, I have been fine embracing every stage. I mean, going from modeling and doing all that stuff and the magazines and the runway to now I don't do that, but I embrace, I got some gray hair, you know, things are changing. I'm fit, you know, skin's just different. I mean, and I'm okay with it. I really and truly just embrace every stage. And I love that because I know a lot of times in the beauty industry, and even though I wasn't in front of the camera, but I was helping you guys, you know, the models and everything. And at at a point, because, you know, seasons change and the newer models come in and that newer version. And so a lot of times it is a challenge for the older models to embrace, okay, this next oh, yeah, oh. life, right? Yes, and I saw some do that with me. Who'd get, you know, the old, and then now I just remember helping them, trying to yeah. teach them how to move, how to work on the runway, because that's that's their they're the next, you know, the next, yeah, it's their, their season now. Yeah, absolutely. And I love being a mom and all the things I get to do with this. You know, it's fulfilling. Absolutely. Again, I think it comes down to knowing purpose and and having all your gifts um also would you ever go under the knife uh yeah i have no well okay i'm scared of the knife first of all just because i don't like needles and all that i don't and i feel like there's so many great things that you could like go in for a facelift or something like that it's really not necessarily necessary anymore because you can have so many great products and other things and i feel like if I ever felt, I don't know because I haven't been to that stage yet where I really felt like I would really want to fix something. I don't have a problem with people that do. Right. Um, and I wouldn't say I wouldn't, but I'm not really that person. Does that make sense? Like I just don't, I just don't really, ever, I'm okay with my butt a little saggy yeah. right now. You know, I'm okay with those things that if I can't, 
take care of it um, all natural and with exercise and all that, then uh, I, I don't really want to profit, but I'm not totally against it. If I felt like, oh, I really need to, if people want to do it, I, I don't think anything of it. Yeah. Not, not at all. I just, I'm scared of needles. Like when I had my babies, I didn't want the epidural just because I was like, I can't do that big needle. I can't do it. Yo. Oh. Yeah. If I don't have to have it, I don't, I don't want it. But I have, you know, probably have girlfriends that have done um, some stuff. I, and you know what? It's yeah. fine. It's just it's fine. fine. It's it makes fine. you feel better and you don't get addicted to it. Yeah. Right. But golly, I tell you what, some people who try to look 20 when they're 40, 50, yeah. it doesn't look good. It looks worse. Yeah, it does. But for some reason, I think they still just see themselves as that 20-year-old. So they may, oh. they don't see what we see. Yeah. I don't know. I, I guess because I'm like, it doesn't look right. But because I, they'll continue because I've had clients where it's just like, no, it, no. And I know we're yeah. beautiful, but something's not working right in your life. Yeah. And we yeah. 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 That's right. Like I wouldn't mind. Yeah. If I feel like I needed to, and I wanted to do it, I'll go for it. But I just, I, I, I really, I hate pain. Yeah. I hate that. pain. I don't mind running pain, but you know, that kind of stuff. No, thank you. Well, Stone has said this, this podcast is over. So Stone, <laughs> let me just ask your mom this. Okay. Can I ask Can her you one more I question? Love <laughs> yes. My poor boy. I'm telling you what, like me when he wants some, when oh. it now and nothing's it's, in the way of it's it. It's now. It's now. When <laughs> I get it, I have the, my nine year old. When she wants something, it. I'm telling you, it's like yep. let's do it. Oh, and she, she's gonna. She is gonna set the world on fire, man. Isn't she's gonna she, do something great. Isn't she? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She, yeah, she, she's my boss. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just truthfully, <laughs> she's my boss. I'm okay with it. I've embraced it. I'm good yeah, with yeah. it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Stop's the one that did the worm. Yes. Yes. That's the one. Okay. So, Danny, we are done with this interview, but I had so much fun and there was so much insight and revelation that was given. But if the last thing, if I can ask you, can you give insight on just everything we talked about? Just kind of a closure. I'm going to have you go first and then I'll, I'll go after you and we're done. And you can go fishing. You can go carve them pumpkins that are not going to look right. I'm <laughs> sending you a picture. Casey, my number. So that I, would- I know that I truly have a friend indeed in him. Well, and I'm giving you his number because you just, oh, you know done. Yes. I'll yes. Just, you know, I'm a text. Yeah. Oh, and you do it. You go for it. I know you will, and I'm gonna love it. I'm doing it. It's done. Well, and you know, it's that soon as um this first book's done, it's at print. So as soon as we get the Facebook page up and stuff, I'll let you know because that's just kind of how I feel in life in general is embrace the uh, adversity that comes your way and um and know that it's making you stronger and propel you forward to something great that God has in store for you. And you know, he has a, a great plan for everyone and to believe in that and not let anything set you back yeah. because we all face those, we're all face struggles and, and to be real about it. 
and to, to look, look outside if you need to, you know, if you don't feel comfortable with, you know, talking to your family or your good friends, the pillars in your life. I always tell people that there's pillars in your life. There's yeah. teachers, there's people like you, friends yeah. um, that are there to help you yeah. and yeah. to look forward to that. And then embrace who you are. Like, I love that you are all about that with everyone. Everyone is beautiful. Mm. Don't compare yourself to anyone else. I mean, when I was modeling in the industry, there were some beautiful girls. I'm like, wow, wow, wow. I want to book me on a job. Look at this girl from Brazil. Look at this girl from, you know, I'm like, oh my goodness. Yeah. Never compare yourself. Just be happy with who you are. And this is what I tell everybody. I like to grab a hold of every single day and squeeze as much out of it as you wow. possibly can. Just not to get that day back. And every chance I get to kiss these little stinkers, um, you know, kiss and hug. And I do. And, and on everyone, because yeah. you just, you just never know what tomorrow holds. So squeeze as much out of today as you can. I love that. And I, and you've said a mouthful. All I can add to that as an insight is that like our topic was, you're more than just a pretty face. You Mm -hmm. are so uniquely designed by your creator, God. And so he has equipped you to squeeze every moment Mm -hmm. out of that day and be such an amazing person, live your best life and living your best life is being whole in your mind and in your emotions. You, you know? know, one other thing, yes, I tell my boys every single day, be happy for people. Yeah. I said, when your friend, when something great happens to them, when somebody, yeah. because the, everybody's got gifts, everybody's got talents, God's got a great plan for everyone. I said, yeah. so when they're having their season, be happy for them. If you can't be happy for other people, you're going to be miserable. Yes. So I get excited when my other friends, oh. something great happens. I'm like, yes. <laughs> it takes maturity and it takes understanding that everyone has a season. And just yes. because this person is just, I mean, just living her best life, it has nothing to do with anything being taken from you. Right. Her shine doesn't dull your shine. Let's shine together. And that's what it's all about. Embracing your authentic self, connecting to who you are, discovering who you are, and then express it to the world by serving people with your God-given gift. And that's what purpose is. And And love people. My boys and I watch the news all the time. And I'm like, you know what? It's hey, if you don't agree with someone, your lifestyle is different, you're whatever. You have to love them. Doesn't mean you have to accept that lifestyle for yourself, but just just love, love people because that's what God did for us. He's exactly supposed to be <laughs> to die for yeah. me, and He knows yeah. I'd be ratchet, and yeah. He died for me. So so loving, loving the people, and so that would be my insight in closing: love yourself and love the people. Absolutely.